Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The snow slows the vaccine. Vaccine shipments delayed, appointments rescheduled. Obviously, the weather has taken a a role. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. New Jersey's governor tells us... Folks will get contacted, they'll get rescheduled. Staten Island's Empire Outlet site is expected to open today despite a severe vaccine shortage. We are hopeful that our supply will be replenished. I'm Marla Diamond on Staten Island. We'll hear how Ted Cruz changed his tune on a Cancun trip in the middle of the Texas torture. Joe Connolly says Roaring Kitty on Reddit is no wolf of Wall Street. The red-hot Nets dominate LeBron and the Lakers. Nets are going to win a season-high fifth consecutive game. This is Brad Heller. We'll dip into the news radio archives for this date's milestones and take a bite into fast food normal. Grab McDonald's Chipotle barbecue snack wrap. Fast food fans are demanding a return of some old favorites. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. This is Friday, February 19th. Spring is a month and a day away. As we deal with another round of winter weather today, and as Texas and Oklahoma deal with prolonged cold like they've never known, today the United States officially rejoins the Paris Climate Accord. It was one of the first things Joe Biden did as president, and world leaders are waiting for the announcement on how much the U.S. intends to cut emissions of these heat-trapping gases by 2030. Extreme weather always messes up the supply chain, and that is what's happening now. Experts say that's why gas prices are about to shoot up, at least briefly by as much as 20 cents a gallon, with 11 refineries now offline. It is why governors say they are not getting the COVID vaccine they expected. Governor Murphy of New Jersey told WCBS anchor Michael Wallace that he's hoping that the supply issue will resolve in a couple of days. As for all those state vaccination centers that closed in the snow, they'll spread their schedules out over the next several days. Folks will get contacted. They'll get rescheduled. Monmouth County has canceled vaccine appointments through tomorrow, Saturday. Sean Adams is at the Westchester County Center in White Plains. Sean, good morning. What's the word for people who had an appointment there? Well, it really depends uh, where you have your appointment because there's so many different locations, right? Uh, so what we're looking at here is, uh, you know, this this snow that went across uh, the country really botched up Week 10 COVID vaccine distribution. New York State is warning appointments might have to be rescheduled. So the Westchester County Center, which is a large regional uh, state-run uh, facility, 
Uh, it is reportedly on track for today. We'll have to see. They're supposed to open up at 7. Uh, but appointments at other places, uh, you know, the smaller locations, pharmacies, local health departments across uh, the Hudson Valley, uh, if you have an appointment there, you're probably going to get bumped uh, for a day or two. We'll see. Uh, the Putnam County Executive, Mary Ellen O'Dell, uh, she told us uh, they didn't get any vaccine uh, supply this week. And it's been really confusing for seniors, first just trying to get an appointment, and then now, you know, trying to deal with uh, being rescheduled. Uh, she proposes simplifying the whole process. It would be more efficient and more effective for the local health departments to be in charge of the pods the point of dispensing. State health officials are helping providers reach out to reschedule appointments. If you're due for a second shot, you're probably worried about the timing here. Health officials say, don't worry, there is some wiggle room. You can wait up to six weeks and still be protected. So that's the situation here in the Hudson Valley. Now let's go to Marla Diamond on Staten Island, where a new vaccination site is opening up. And, Sean, a twice-delayed vaccination hub opens today at the Empire Outlets at the ferry terminal. And a second hub at Martin Van Buren High School in Queens Village may open on Sunday. This despite a severe shortage of vaccine coming into the city, according to Mayor de Blasio. We've lost a couple of days in terms of vaccine supply. We are hopeful that our supply will be replenished and we can get back on track. But as everyone knows... 30, 35,000 appointments have to be held back. Never like doing that. We don't want to do that. And you should know that the city is adopting that CDC guidance now and asking New Yorkers to double mask. City Health Commissioner Dave Choksi. The single most important thing remains wearing a face covering consistently and properly. The recommendation is a disposable mask under a cloth mask to provide maximum coverage. And we're live on Staten Island, Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Marla, Sean, you guys will appreciate this. Just this second, my wife came down to the news bunker from upstairs with her, her laptop in her hand and said, I got an appointment for tomorrow. Where's Cedar Grove? <laughs> all right, that's what we're all doing, trying to track these things down. Uh, teachers will not move up the line in Connecticut. Quoting Governor Lamont, I'm not sure you move grandma to the back of the line so you can move teachers forward. But he is happy to announce moves on school sports. Look, I lo used to love watching my uh, kids play uh, hockey and basketball. And um, I know that's been sort of limited over the last uh, a few months. So I think uh, we're going to uh, lift that cap uh, to some degree, still erring on the side of caution. 25% of capacity or up to 200 people, up to 200 people. So you have a better chance to watch your kid in a youth athletic sports. And cheerleaders and dance will be back wearing masks. Lamont says that guidance on lacrosse is coming soon. It's a morning news roundup. It's Friday. Stock futures indicating a higher open. Joe Connolly's here with the morning money story. And Joe Roaring Kitty on Reddit says he's no wolf of Wall Street. And you're about to hear him, not roar. The Robinhood investing app was cast as the villain in the GameStop trading frenzy hearing, but Robinhood says only 2% of its users are day trading. Congress might pass restrictions on short-selling of stocks that led to the recent volatility. One of the leading voices on Reddit, whose followers often then use Robinhood to trade, is Keith Gill, who goes by the name online of Roaring Kitty, but he sounded very tame yesterday. I do not have clients, and I do not provide personalized investment advice for fees or commissions. I'm just an individual whose investment in GameStop and posts on social media 
were based upon my own research and analysis. I grew up in Brockton, Massachusetts. My family was not wealthy. My father was a truck driver and my mom a registered nurse. I was one of three kids and the first in my family to earn a four year college degree. From 2010 to 2017, I worked at a few startup companies, but there were significant periods when I was unemployed. I took an interest in the stock market. And even though I had very little money, I used those times to educate myself and learn more about investing. That's Keith Gill, the Reddit user who is thought to have made millions on the unlikely GameStop rally. Many Republicans said the financial services industry is overregulated now. Congressman Richie Torres of New York objected to the way Robin Hood gamifies investing. Wayne? Joe, thank you. Well, for... Um... For Ted Cruz, I guess uh, he's uh, cruising for a PR bruising back home in Texas. We'll hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now the weather day ahead here on the Morning News Roundup with the WCBS Exergen forecast. Craig Allen looking at some more snow and whatever else. That's right. Right through the day today with the intermittent wintry or icy mix that we have out there now of uh, freezing rain, freezing fog, freezing drizzles. Uh, well, not too much in the way of sleet, but certainly changing over to snow now across most of the northern third approximately of New Jersey, Hudson Valley and Connecticut. It is continuing to snow and stick and all temperatures are below freezing. And it's most likely going to change over to snow completely around the city and moving on up from New Jersey as well. So another coating to an inch or two for much of the area and uh, perhaps even a one to three inch snowfall for sections of Connecticut and Long Island. High 30 to 35 for today. Partly cloudy, becoming windy tonight, low in the mid-20s as it starts to dry out, but it sure is going to be icy. Everything freezes solid. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds with a chance of an early flurry, high about 35, and Sunday, the sun will give way to increasing clouds and a high of 30 to 35 degrees. Right now, we have the freezing drizzle and snow in the city. 30, humidity 88%, northeast wind at 9 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Friday the 19th, the extreme weather has killed 56 people that we know of, many of those people who tried to keep warm. In Texas, 7 million people are still under a boil water notice. That's about half the state. 325,000 homes and businesses still have no power, even though we are hearing it's coming back generally. Still, utilities say rolling blackouts are possible. The icy grip is not done yet. FEMA is deploying bottled water. They're handing out blankets, industrial-sized generators for hospitals and places like that. Stores that were able to stay open are lined with empty shelves now because delivery trucks are dealing with icy roads. Anticipating early next week that a customer would be able to see a more normal-looking store. She's with Albertsons Grocery Stores in Texas. And insult to injury, listen to this, 27,000 Houston natural gas customers got billed yesterday from Centerpoint Energy, and not only did they have no energy in many cases, a computer mistake billed each of them $202,102.16. The utility has apologized and said, obviously, it's a mistake. Speaking of mistakes, that's what Ted Cruz now says. The Texas senator acknowledging he did change his flight home from Cancun and wasn't originally coming back the next day. He's backing off the good dad routine. There was a group text obtained by the New York Times that showed it was wife Heidi Cruz's idea to escape the Texas cold, noting that their house was, and she put it in all caps, freezing. She texted that the Ritz-Carlton 
had a $309 per night price at the resort in Texas in uh, Cancun, and that good security was there. Asking anybody can or want to leave for the week? One person on that thread shared the messages with the New York Times, and a second person confirmed it. Senator Cruz acknowledged upon his return to Houston that leaving when so many Texans were hurting didn't feel right, and so I changed my return flight and flew back on the first available flight. Obviously, a mistake, he said, and that the second thoughts began just as soon as he boarded his plane to Mexico, intent on a few days of some sunshine down there. Sports time on WCBS. Another impressive win for the Nets. Brad Helder this time against LeBron and the defending champion Lakers. And what could be a preview of the finals? What do we learn about Brooklyn? Hey, Wayne, once again, we learned the Nets can win without Kevin Durant to miss a third straight game with a hamstring injury, but also that they really can play some defense. The final score at Staples Center, 109-98. It was just the sixth time this season the Nets have held their opponent under 100 points. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> It's about time we turn the corner defensively. Like, we, no team is going to win anything in this league if they don't get stops. It's about time. That was Kyrie Irving, who scored 16 points. James Harden led the Nets with 23. LeBron had 32 to lead all scorers. Wayne, the Nets have now won a season-high five games in a row. Aaron, uh, Yankees, a uh, pitcher there, is speaking up about a controversial teammate. Yeah, Domingo Herman is back with the team after serving an 81-game domestic violence suspension that started late in 2019. Here yesterday was Yankee reliever Zach Britton, who is the player ref. Sometimes you don't get to control who your teammates are, and, and, and that's the situation. I don't agree with what he did. I don't think it has any place in the game or off the field at all. So I don't think he owes anything to me. You know, my job is to go out there and pitch. Um, and do my job. Now, Herman's job is fighting for a spot in that Yankee rotation. He raised more concerns on social media and now deleted Instagram post where he wrote in Spanish, everything is over, but then changed it to I'm ready, which Aaron Boone says he spoke to Herman about. Boone thinks that Herman can resurrect his career. The Yankees had their first workout yesterday for pitchers and catchers. Wayne, Mets pitchers and catchers start workouts today. All right, Brad. Friday morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for being here. Here are three things to know this morning. At Razor Fence, it rings the Capitol may remain there until September. That, according to law enforcement sources, because of continuing threats against lawmakers in the Capitol complex, including online chatter still about extremist groups returning to D.C. in the coming weeks. Second thing, did you see the first pictures back from Mars from the NASA rover that touched down yesterday? They're black and white and pretty grainy. Yeah, Mars is 128 million miles away, but that's not why the pictures are so, you know, 1970s. Space.com says that the photos were taken by hazard cameras attached to the rover, and with the covers still attached to the camera lenses for their protection. Future images will be much more impressive. Third thing, less physically active boys who regularly play video games at age 11. You know, couch potato, young couch potatoes who are on their video games are less likely to develop symptoms of depression three years later. That from researchers in London who say that the findings suggest certain aspects of video games, such as problem-solving and social interaction, help improve mental health. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, the 19th of February. I know people want to find out. In 2010... How I could be so selfish. Tiger Woods so apologizes for his infidelity. People want to know how I could have done these things to my wife, Elon, and to my children. And says rehab will include a return to his Buddhist faith. Buddhism teaches that a craving for things outside ourselves causes an unhappy and pointless search 
for security. 2009, the Dow falls to a six-year low, but was not done. In the week ahead, it would fall another 460 points to just above 7,000. 2007, Lambertville Councilwoman Beth Asaro and her partner Joanne Shaley hold the distinction of being the first same-sex couple in New Jersey to enter into a civil union. We just want people to know this isn't about God. It's about our rights as citizens. Six years later, Beth and Joanne would marry legally. In our cars in 2007... If you don't have an Oxen jack, you'll need to pick one of the other two ways to connect your radio. XM and Sirius became Sirius XM designed to save two unprofitable companies. You may have some cable left over. Just coil it with a zip tie and hide it under... Broadcasters' cries of monopoly were overruled by regulators. This state's big tech advance happened in 1878. U.S. patent number 200 to Thomas Edison of West Orange, New Jersey, for the first device to record and play sound. The gramophone would profoundly change music. And not to be a broken record, but um, when it comes to getting back to normal after COVID, people are fatigued with the fast food choices that are so limited. Deborah Rodriguez has that. We're celebrating the season with our chicken tortellini Alfredo. A change.org petition is calling on companies like Panera to return comfort foods that have disappeared from menus during the pandemic. Grab McDonald's Chipotle barbecue snack wrap. It's gotten more than 500 signatures so far from diners who agree they've already been deprived of too much. Many chains got rid of complicated items that required more worker training time and supplies. Taco Bell's already bowing to public pressure. It'll bring back its cheese. Easy Fiesta potatoes and spicy potato soft tacos next month. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on demand listening. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.